This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Anne Hargrave-Thomas, Vice President of Operations at Surgery Partners and CEO of Oak Leaf Surgical Hospital in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Anne, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Laura. It's great to be here. Before we dive into the questions, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Absolutely. I've been in healthcare uh, most of my career. I started out as an RN or a staff RN and then moved into leadership uh, administrative roles uh, in large tertiary care hospitals. And then I made a change to opening and leading ambulatory surgery centers, IVF centers. And for the last 11 years, I have uh, taken on the role as CEO of Oakley Surgical Hospital, which happens to be physician-owned. Uh, we are partnered with Surgery Partners, where I'm also a VP of Operations with them. Fantastic. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. My first question is, what are your top priorities today? Well, it's really not an easy question, is it? We have uh, obviously been living through covid so those priorities have definitely changed uh, over the last year and moving forward based on what we're seeing uh, with the pandemic. But right now, I think our biggest um, priority for us would be growth and how do we achieve that growth. And obviously, while looking at growth, how do we maintain the high-quality patient care that we're used to providing to all of our patients? So I would really say it would be growth and continuing to provide that high-quality care. Got it, got it. And when you talk about growth, what do you really see as being realistic growth for the future? Is it adding physicians or cases or aspects to the uh, surgery center business? How, how do you see growth playing out? You know, I think for us, it's a, it's a combination. We certainly are looking at growing our customer base or our patient base. We can do that uh, multiple ways, but we are definitely looking at adding additional physicians and uh, potentially looking at adding capacity for the hospital. Uh, we are busy, and that's great news. We're starting to get patients back into the hospital for surgeries, which is wonderful news, and other care. So we'll probably attack it from those two fronts. Got it. That makes sense. And now looking ahead, how do you anticipate your role and your teams will really evolve over the next 18 months? You know, I'm not sure the, the roles will evolve, but the roles um, we have are, are what they are, if you will. And by that, I mean, um, we're, you know, healthcare evolves. It's just one of those things. It's not a stagnant type of uh, business. So we are taking on more as leaders um, within our roles and especially with COVID because many of us had to downsize and make changes. So I think that we are responding to that. And as we move forward in the next 18 months, you know, we'll take on additional duties, but we're finding that coming out of COVID, we're having to be um, work with our teams to become a little bit more resilient. We need to refocus them, re-energize them, reskill and upskill. So I think for all of us, at least um, for the hospital here, we're looking to um, work with our leadership team to give them the tools they need in order to 
um, help our staff and help our patients. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm wondering, you know, when you think about um, building more resilient teams and kind of the characteristics that it takes in order to come out of the pandemic and, you know, re-motivate in order to move forward and whatever the new normal might be, um, what types of initiatives are most attractive or what types of things have been working the best, I guess, in, in being able to set up that type of culture and uh, um, environment amongst your, your teams there at Oakleaf? I think it's communication. We have spent a lot of time uh, communicating with our staff, with our leadership team, finding out where the pressure points are, if you will, to see what do we need to do to help them, not only through the crisis, because it impacted them personally, professionally, to see what we need to do to help them, how to refocus, what what are the tools we need to provide for them. So we have spent a lot of time on every level communicating. I round every day. I meet with the staff. I meet with my leadership team um, and get out a lot of communication, and it's not just via email. Um, we also have spent time uh, having our HR department meet with just random people. How you doing? How's it going? How can we help? Um, we do a lot of stay interviews to see what's working, and certainly we all do exit interviews. But the stay interviews have been quite informative for us to help us move forward and keep these, keep our staff and uh, keep leadership engaged. That's so interesting. I've never heard of uh, doing a stay interview before, but I love that concept. So you're just basically bringing in people who are within the organization. Um, and what types of questions do you ask or, or do themes you touch on in those types of uh, You know, we, it's across the spectrum. It's not just about how long they've been here, but what, um, how do you feel about, it's not, how do you feel about benefits or um, what what do you like most about working here at Oakleaf? What do you like least about working here at Oakleaf? What can we do better? What tools do we need to provide to you? So it's probably about 10 or 12 questions that we go through with them. And it's interesting to get the answers because it helps us grow. We look at it and say, oh, we didn't know this was a concern. Mm, do we need to stop and take a look at this? Got it. Got it. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I had one more thing I wanted to touch on. Um, Can you share three important trends for emerging leaders in healthcare to follow? You know, I think um, telemedicine is a trend that is here uh, definitely to stay. We have started looking at it to improve our patient care. I would say that's probably the the top one. Certainly information technology is growing rapidly and continues to grow and we will need to stay on top of, the, if you want to call it artificial intelligence or whatever, but that's definitely a trend that is here to stay. Got it, got it. So a lot of the technology and new digital health and things going on in the IT realm is is kind of a growing area that that will continue for us. Oh, I think so. And I think, you know, another trend, unfortunately not a positive trend, is our staffing shortages. We are definitely very aware that 
Um, there are staffing shortages across the country. The pandemic did not help that. It, it certainly put a huge spotlight on the shortages that healthcare is seeing. And we're all feeling it, and we're going to have to monitor it and do whatever we can to uh, mitigate the shortages that we're seeing. Absolutely. Absolutely. As you mentioned, you know, something that I think most facilities have witnessed that problem getting even bigger during the pandemic. And, you know, as you move forward, when you think about your recruitment efforts and those kinds of things, are you doing anything different now than you did in the past? Um, I, I don't think so. I, we had very good recruitment efforts prior to this, uh, but we're definitely aware that there are uh, a lot of hospitals vying for the same pool of applicants. So we are trying to do as much as we can, obviously, to make us as attractive as, as we can. And I think um, the stay interviews that we mentioned earlier help us with that. Um, and just the, the positiveness that I have with my leadership group when we uh, interview people here. We have a great culture, and the leadership team here does such an incredible job that people actually want to come here um, to work. So it's a, it's a great problem to have. Absolutely. Well, Anne, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fascinating discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this interview, check out more Just Like It by subscribing to the Becker's Ambulatory Surgery Center podcast. Available for download wherever you get your podcasts.